0: This is Nicole.
1: This is Jean. This is Daniel and this is a next podcast to magically disaffront your parents.
2: <laughs> Galen!
1: I gave a little bit of a French flair there. No, there's a
2: fusion <laughs> of, uh, of languages there. <laughs> What's up y'all? Yeah uh,
1: oh, I missed yes. y'all.
2: I, yeah it's been a while. I'm glad we're kind of on the other side of this like well not all of us I'm saying but the for, our, for the sake of the show, we were off because we were getting vaccinated. Um, so I'm glad we got through our second doses, because that was a doozy. Um, that kicked
0: <laughs> my ass. It hella kicked my ass. Um, but you know what? I'm glad to
2: have been vaccinated. Right, and I'm glad we took yes. that time off instead of pretending to be okay on here.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have
2: been quite <laughs> the episode. listen. I don't even think that
0: I would have been able to record. I would just have, <laughs> I, I would just have like the fever chills <laughs> the whole time.
1: Yeah, and like completely lethargic too. Like a lot right. of, I've I've been like warning my kids like the second dose is going to be a killer, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "No, we'll be okay." The first one was, and then like they were absent the next day, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like. Mm. Hashtag the youths.
0: (laughs) They, you know, they never want to believe.
1: Right.
0: You can't tell them nothing.
2: Right. Um, So, just a lesson for y'all. I mean, honestly, I'll be real honest. I don't know if anyone from work listens to this show, but, um, I mean, my second dose was awesome. Like, I didn't hurt (laughs) at all, but I did take that fucking day off because, you know what? Y'all need to work without me. Well,
0: I mean, like, you, you never know until, like it happens. Right. You know, like, like, so that taking the day off was a precaution.
2: Right. Right. Well, people were getting real angie whatever the word is i mean not yeah angie whatever (laughs) they were were getting real pissed off at me for not answering my emails and so by monday i was being real facetious and was like hey i hope to pay the same respect y'all respected me not respected me so um it felt really good because that was the beginning of many new things that you know the show will talk about but anyway back to the (laughs) (laughs) check-in is that like a a walang here? Uh segment. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm becoming a dog park person for the first time in my life. Usually I would drive by like the dog park and be like, how do these people have time? But um it's awesome. I finally like, feel like it's my zen place, you know, to chill and pet other dogs. Um the people there are chill and I'm really like trying to socialize in my pup uh stitch. So I made a friend the other night who was Filipino. I mean it's really easy for me to make friends so um because you know I wear my heart on my sleeve um but this time I approached it differently because like a whole weekend I was watching like Surviving R. Kelly in that Epstein documentary over the course of a weekend so like I was like safety precaution you know trying Mm -hmm. to like keep an eye out and so I'm learning that even at 33 I can be very impressionable let's be honest like I've been living under a rock some days of my life, you know, so um, so it's safe to say I didn't spring to like be social media friends with this guy um, right off the bat. So I think that worked in my favor because towards the end of the conversation, he just kept staring at my breast and I was like, you know what, <laughs> it's time to- Zero
1: percent. Peace the fuck out. So yeah, that's me. How about you, Daniel? A lot happened within like this past month. Um, I went on like back-to-back trips. The I went to LA for like a quick- like trip. I needed to, um, I wanted to help, um, like my friend, but also wanted to get out of the state because I was just Mm -hmm. like, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. And also my partner, um, had a work trip and he was just like, you deserve a break. So then he just got me, um, tickets to LA. So it was super nice. Um, it's nice just being close to like the ocean too. Mm -hmm. Um, especially now that it's becoming like an oven here in Las Vegas. (laughs) Um, my partner, when he was in California, he met a RuPaul's Drag Race queen. Um, shout out to uh, Mariah Balenciaga. She's like one of the uh, like the classic <laughs> yes. uh, RuPaul's Drag Race queens. And she sent me a personal video. And she said my name. And I was just like, um, "We have to see this later." <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, and then, um, and I went to Arkansas for an emergency. And then, um, like we had planned to go to Arkansas at the end of the month. Um, but so we went to Arkansas and then we're going to go back to Arkansas. Um, airports right now are just, like, super packed. And
2: mm.
1: I guess, like, also roads are super packed now, too. And I'm just like, why?
2: Yeah, where are you why people going?
1: Right. <laughs> um, also, I've been, um, like, my partner and I have been talking a lot about, like, money. And it's, like, the new conversation. Um I'm relearning that like I got to like treat myself sometimes and mm. use the money and not just like save it. I mean, it's nice. It's a good thing to save money. Um, but also it's like, what's going to happen to that money when, when you can't use the money anymore. Right. Just write so us like, into your will. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, might as well just use the money. Um, and then also, uh, fun fact, I kept books from the library. Um, like three weeks and they were overdue for three weeks uh-huh. but the library right now isn't really giving um late fees I was just like okay I guess four weeks then Oops. dang Re-
2: rebellion
0: <laughs> is it really rebellious though if you're like
2: it's a good an, kind of nerd. <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> and also I feel like now that I'm like the teacher librarian of my school like I have the right to not bring back the library books
0: nice so much power. Yeah. You mean like never return them?
1: I, oh, I mean like I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna return them because it's not like my like my school library. It's like the actual public library. Uh, <laughs>
0: oh, so it's just like an extended renting.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Got it,
0: got it, got it. We can't have the folks out there thinking that uh, Bruja Baddies endorses from <laughs> the
1: public library. Oh,
0: we please, love we- the libraries, please. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Please return all your books on time.
0: If possible. We know that
1: like shit happens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes if you don't finish a book and it's time for you to return it, just finish the book.
2: Yeah. Good advice. Let that shit go.
1: (laughs) And then return it. Yeah. Let it go in the returns
0: box. Right. That way you
2: learn, right? That way you learn.
0: (laughs) Nicole? Oh, boy. Um... I wanted to comment on Jean calling herself um, impressionable. I, you're not impressionable. You're just, you're very kind.
2: Oh, that is a, you know what? That is a better word. That is a better um, word. And uh, I mean, point number
0: two, you've got great boobs. So, like, I get it, but also, <laughs> like, with consent. Yes, inside, that's know? the difference. Yes, yes, for yes. sure. For um, sure. And um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I just, like, for real, I just woke from a really dank nap. <laughs> so, like, I got up, dropped a deuce, and heat up my toaster strudels. So, Yay. Sounds like a good so, Friday, already. So, I think, like, all the ADHD medicine I had taken this morning is, like, gone from my body. I've sweated it out. <laughs> so, on this very special episode of Nicole Hasn't Any Meds, in their system. Um, so I'll, I'm also grateful for this little break that we had. Um, yes. I think like, like all three of us are s- just still doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> doing the most, doing um, the most. so, uh, over, over break over, uh, Bruja Baggies break. Um, I went to a virtual BTS conference put on by Cal state Northridge, um, which was amazing. Um, I I think Heather told me about it because someone that she follows wrote a fucking paper and we're um, yeah and we're uh, presenting it and so it costs eight dollars to go in and it was recorded so I think like if uh, like you could look it up like you probably see the see the the um, conference and it was hella good um, it was really cool to see a lot of like uh, like black scholars and also, like, black K-pop, um, like, fandom participants, so it was, like, a, it was very, uh, interdisciplinary with, the, like, inside and outside, uh, academia, um, so it was really cool to hear, uh, them talk about, uh, like, hip-hop and K-pop, um, and then, but, you, you know, like, it was, like, refreshing, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, like, I feel like, it, there's a lot of like it's, it's very common to hear like uh, non-Korean folks like just uh, be I don't know Orientalist <laughs> right right fair yeah oh <laughs> uh, boy ah, yes um, anyway so that was hella cool. Um, my rhubarbs are thriving. Yeah, they're
2: beautiful. Um,
0: I, so Jean came by and looked at them and they're so tall. Um, I didn't know that you shouldn't eat rhubarbs. Uh, like, like you need to wait a year. It's a good tip y'all.
2: Don't hurt yourself.
0: I, I don't know why. And I didn't really look it up, but. Heather looked
2: it up. <laughs> okay, as long as no one got hurt <laughs> in the process. Like of a, of a,
0: a lazy, um, excuse me, not lazy. A um, oh boy, what's another good word? Uh, I guess la- laxadaisical?
2: Yeah, laxadysical. A laxadaisical
0: researcher
2: mm-hmm.
0: in me. Um, yeah, I also like my mom's like whatever, and like we'll eat the the leaves and stuff Dang. anyway. But I'm sure. I'm oh. pretty sure my mom just has like an iron stomach. Which I think, like, maybe all our moms do.
2: Yeah, I think they really do. (laughs) For sure. I mean, like,
0: I I did not. I got colonizer uh, stomach, so. (laughs) No. Um, But, yeah, so, like, everything looks really good. Um, Like, our eggplants are nice and big. Um, Well, like, the leaves are big. We've got, like, some peppers and tomatoes. But uh, some naughty neighborhood kitties have been coming in. And rolling around in the <laughs> mulch, which I get, it feels nice, but that's food, dude. Right. Um. So, um, I I put a couple crates on top of them, but it didn't really work. I right, mean, so we'll see what happens at the end of uh, this season.
2: Right. If anyone has tips out there, to, we
0: Also, um, Nicole, Nicole have
2: this.
1: I have a question. Yes. How <laughs> much are you going to sell your eggplants and your rhubarb? Um,
0: you know what? I'm gonna have to figure out how many bells that would be worth. A okay. Oh Jean my goodness! Because on Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, but we still need to. Uh, this is another um, effort to get Gene. switch. <laughs> Just saying, if this y'all are language of Animal Crossing, <laughs> if y'all are real fans of BB, <laughs> get Gene <laughs> a switch. Um, oh, we did some homo improvement mm-hmm. um, so we finally finished this IKEA hack of a cabinet.
2: super nice. very much uh it,
0: it looks pretty cool. It just you know, we've had it since November, so <laughs> it's finally finished. Um, and then I made the mistake of getting some free furniture from work, um but having to uh cut it down so that it fits. In the house, it just turned out to be a bigger project than I had anticipated. But <sighs> such is life, right?
2: Still commendable, more than I could ever.
1: <sighs> Wait, what are the Ivar cabinets? Are those like the uh, just like the wood skeleton ones?
2: Yes. So, okay. Um, okay. like
1: we
0: we painted them, um, and then I put or we like cut mirror tile and then put it on oh, the inside, and then okay. added some legs. One day I'll make a blog post about it. One day. Who we'll send a pic? I want to see. For sure, for sure. There's I sneak on
2: your Insta stories to see the progress of this.
0: Yeah, I do need to also make, like, a grid post. I'm really bad at grid posting.
2: It's okay. <laughs> I digress.
0: It's <laughs> unimportant. Anyway.
2: Um, um, let's, let's check in with some fan mail. I oh, think Jean, we got Jean, fan mail. That, yes. That's a fan mail. Um, you know, before you hop onto the fan mail, which um, – uh, first things first, you know, I was noticing on our Instagram that a number of you have us um, as your close friends. We got the little green circle to um, see what's up. I, I just want to say thank you for trusting the three of us, um, <clears throat> uh, Chismosa's on here and just uh, <laughs> trusting us with that type of information. So cool, cool, cool. I guess we're, I guess we're best friends, you know, I don't know um new fan mail and then an an og fan mail so um new fan um at soft babe bloom um wrote so glad i found y'all's podcast today definitely making my work days better playing catch up on all the episodes lol any reactions before i move on to the next piece of mail um thank you soft babe
0: um so if you're done I don't know. We've just got like what fifty four <laughs> episodes. This is a little, a little handful, sprinkling of episodes. Um, let us know, <laughs> like, what. Um, give us your feedback,
2: you right, know, mm-hmm. on your
0: own time. No press. Is there a And this goes for anyone else. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> what? What other topics do you want to hear about?
2: Yeah, we're open to it. And our next fan mail. Um, who we kind of. We hound sometimes with his one-liners, but he gave us a novel, so we're super grateful. This is Gabe, (laughs) a.k.a. number one, Bruja Fanny. Um, Gabe wrote, I've been trying to write a serious fan mail for some time now, but I'm always stopping myself mid-stride. Maybe I'm intimidated. Maybe I'd be preaching to the choir if I were to say, oh wow, Bruja Baddies just keeps getting better. Maybe admitting that I listen to your episodes religiously, with replays of course, So yeah. something about how isolated and lonely I feel at times. Maybe what I want to say is still a nebulous series of feelings that I haven't organized into words yet. Does that make sense? Do I? Does my life make sense? Um, listening to Bruja Baddies helps me navigate my own chapters of displacement, community, relationships rage fear and dreams it's funny when you talked about food i immediately thought oh bruja baddies is food brain food slash soul food if i were filipino dessert i'd be maja blanca because i'm flaky corny and jiggly that's gabe y'all
1: oh my
0: god wow, wow gabe um and full transparency none of us paid gabe
1: no <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: um, Daniel is saving money now, but
2: none of us <laughs> <laughs> No one yeah. has that type of capital here.
1: No money is being given to any of our fans.
2: Um, wow, Gabe. I mean, it was, you know, I have some commentary about your letter. It's funny. It's lighthearted. We love the hell out of you. You're uh, Nicole's best neighbor. Um, <laughs> but Nicole still <laughs> yeah. didn't prompt you to write that. Honestly, any types of letters that come in like the one you made. Wow. I mean, um, Let's, let's close up the show. Great. Great season for now. We're done. We're done. <laughs>
1: um, also, I was just going to say, like, also, like, the metaphor the metaphor that you use. is just, like, like I'm holding that dear to, like, my English major heart. Because, like, mm-hmm. yes, we are a buffet. Thank you. <laughs> um, that
0: was really beautifully said. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It still kind of, like, blows my mind <laughs> to, like, have this kind of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, how high were you? <laughs> 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 um also just you know you live around the corner dude are you vaccinated let's we'll hang out yeah yeah why I, not it?
1: also nicole has some toaster strudels so i, I mean there's, like, a, there's, there's like a shortage <laughs> <left>. <laughs> after Truly. there's
0: two left so once it airs they might be gone just saying
2: well that's all our fan mail um daniel take us to announcements
1: oh yes announcements want, um uh, please uh on and like a couple of saturdays on saturday may 25th from one fifteen to 2 p.m for a live recording from the 2021 virtual bulosan center for Philippine X studies research conference in other words you're gonna see our faces because we'll be on zoom for Hello. sure all of y'all and you'll also see you'll you'll see our voices you'll hear our voices <laughs> as well um So now our podcast is becoming um, a visual medium for that Mm -hmm. just one day. Um, The the conference takes place on Friday the 24th and Saturday the 25th from one to 6 p.m. This event is free and you know, you love that, free. Mm -hmm. And registration is required at um, tinyurl.com slash registerbulocon2021. We'll put that on our -hmm. our Instagram pages as well. Um, For more information, Follow at Bulosan Center on Instagram. But anyways, yes, please come. Yay, how exciting. We're like academic or something.
2: (laughs) Sometimes we're considered, sometimes we're kicked out. Who knows? It's a dance we (laughs) do. What is this? Is this like a, um, is this a projection?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Stay on for season three to find the developments of
2: this.
0: (laughs) Um. So I didn't even like really uh, discuss this with Daniel and Jean before I wrote it in the um, outline. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out of, um, I, I want to send out some, I don't know what, like vibes of solidarity um, with past guest uh, Vera Blossom. Um, so if you're a Las Vegas local or like a Las Vegas um like literary person. Mm-hmm. Uh you are you know about uh someone's flesh um, in their dick on on Zoom. It really happened. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, oh Daniel didn't know. Okay. So uh, yeah so we are in solidarity. Well Gene and I cause Daniel don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel hold <laughs> on later. I'm making yes, yes, yes. light of a very serious um Situation. So uh we are in solidarity with the folks at the Believer magazine and Black Mountain Institute, who are impacted by the institutional white supremacist actions of his former editor-in-chief slash executive director. Um, you could read an open-letter response uh to this ableist Dick Flasher um, <laughs> and what he wrote in the LA Times and to UNLV's lack of response yeah. um at Desert notes um, dash 97667.medium.com. Um, basically, he's weaponizing uh, his dick. Well, no. Oh, he's um, he says he has like fibromyalgia. Yes. Um, but I mean, and that's like, I don't know. Like, I know a lot of, or I mean, like, how, how do I? I'm trying to reframe this. Um, there are uh, folks. Who have disability? Yes. Who don't show their genitalia on Zoom? Right. This is plenty of people stuff.
2: meeting. Uh,
0: so, so for the same type of person to be doing this, straight white men um <laughs> is it's something else. It's not what they say it is. Right. So, um, in a, in addition to flashing junk, <laughs> there's just like a history of um, sexual right. harassment.
2: More. More into
0: the story. So on, so forth. Um, And you could read up on Why That Dude Sucks.
2: Right. Really take time. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, It's super important, you know, for especially um, our POC (sighs) creatives. Yeah. Right. All right. What's this show about? Tell me Um, about it. So so this is the banana
0: ketchup episode. It's our banana ketchup (laughs) episode. Because we are catching up. Get it. So Siri... Play reflections by the screen. <laughs> um, why la why? Uh, did your your mom's ever say that to you? Yes. <laughs> Where or what's the other one that they would say? What? Kabayan bundat
2: or no, I only have the why la, la or, why one. Why. why la why? I would get uh, the
1: bu- like bucket why. Uh-huh. Oh yeah
2: yeah. Or um
0: how karabao? Yes how? Yeah, that's the oh, other one. Yeah. That's the other one. Oh, y'all i am i'm sh- struggling <laughs> i'm so sorry but i am struggling through you're this. fine okay so um this not so nilly willy episode is dedicated to reflecting on the ways things used to be uh, prior to this pandemic so it's been a full year since we've <laughs> been remote recording have we grown how what sex set sex <laughs> <laughs> setbacks have we experienced How much did the second vaccine shot kick our asses? We kind of told you. I was out for like days, y'all. And so today on BrewHot Baddies, we investigate the psychological and physical impacts of a pande ube. Um, But I do want to rewind just a little bit before we rewind a year back Mm -hmm. to reflect on this last episode on leadership. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about y'all, but it was like really cathartic. Tell me. us why, Nicole. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I think maybe just like, because um, we've had this conversation amongst ourselves.
2: Right. But mm-hmm.
0: um, it just felt really good to have it out there and to release it. Yeah. Um, and so I am, and even though like some of us still have to like navigate these leadership circles, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm finding myself less and less like um, incensed uh, by their mediocrity. <laughs>
2: That's powerful, that's really
0: powerful, um and so I think part of that is because I am finally at peace with with not being in community with them fair enough like I think on paper I'm in community with them but <laughs> like they don't like i these are not people who have um like my uh my identities or uh like my needs as a community member mm-hmm. um as part of their needs, so um.
1: Bahalana,
2: Uh, bahalana. Uh, What about you, Daniel?
1: Um, For me, I've been thinking, um, like being the leader. You wish a leader should be, Mm -hmm. like creating, like, like kind of just like like embodying the beliefs that you have about what a leader should be, Mm -hmm. and becoming that like leader instead of like wanting that someone else is going to be that, and like just be be that. Um, I noticed that my um, coworkers are asking me for like book recommendations for their kids and their class. And I'm like, Oh, like I filled in a gap at my school because you know, like the administration kind of just didn't see that that's a gap. Mm. Um, So I was just like, what a concept. Um, And I was also thinking about this, um, like the, I don't want to say the, I don't want to say the binary, but like this like spectrum between like valid and validated. Mm. Whereas like, like, like I'm validating myself and I don't need like the external validation from like the leadership at my school to know that like what I'm doing what the like the work that I'm doing is valid. Mm. Like it's something that is necessary for my school. If they if they like initially if they didn't see that as like something necessary, I'm like that's fine. I think it's necessary.
2: That's a really cool concept. We should explore that um in a future episode. That's really really Got me thinking, got the wheels turning on what about you? Um, So last episode um, really has me embracing being demonized. I know Nicole just saw my post about me being villainized, which happens all the time. And I was really thinking like, I was on a panel about women in the work panel or whatever, and I didn't get the question, but I saw the preset of questions and it was like, have you ever experienced like female rivalry in the workplace? And at the time of the panel, I was like, "Mm, no. And then I was like, when I thought about this reflection part of our episode, I was like, fuck, it happens to me all the time, you know? Um, so I think I'm really, really fully embracing being demonized. And so um, I now realize that my peace and the way I move through this world with my transparency, the respect that I give myself and to others, <clears throat> and empathy uh, makes folks insecure, like they like... They always think I have an ulterior motive, no matter how transparent I can be, and I'm absolutely okay with that now. Um, so I think the label they place upon me um, is really truly powerless against the truths I have about myself. And so <clears throat> I just want to say this again with full transparency, um, because I'm the one who handles analytics <laughs> in, the, in our, the production of these podcasts. And, um, I know that people are eavesdropping on us, um, for those who don't really even like us, um, whether they're my haters or just haters of the entire team. Um, and I just want to say it's okay. Hashtag, um, always room for growth and welcome to BB, um, listen to us. So, um, yeah, that's where I am after our episode.
1: But also wow. Like- <laughs> wow. But also like, thank you for, uh, upping our listener count. Thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we have, since that last episode, We've been gone for three weeks, and for some reason, we are up a thousand episode downloads since being missing, so I know that a lot of you have (laughs) tuned in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, that, that, like, just, is so funny. I am glad that you, um, not that it matters, but I guess, um, I, it is so great to see, uh, you, um, re- negotiate this um villainous <laughs> villainy
2: mm-hmm.
0: because like oh it like makes me so mad um but it is cool that that you um are able to make sense of it mm-hmm. as like people uh, taking their um insecurities out on you because that for sure is really mm-hmm. it I think <laughs> if more people were able you know it's, it's hard to do that work and so like for you to acknowledge that is just such proof of how far you've come in your healing journey.
2: Right. And I have I have the podcast to credit for that, right? Like to, to, to compare and share notes, right? And even listener feedback, it really like, oh shit, like this is shit's common. Exploitation? Mm-hmm. Common. Wait, wait. <laughs> That's weird. Wow. Uh um, thanks yeah. for
0: sharing, y'all.
2: Hey, mm-hmm. thanks for Posing that reflection, you know, mindfulness is important. Sometimes we forget the the things we've accomplished.
0: Yes. Oh boy, why wow, you've been talking to my therapist or something? <laughs> um. So let's get back on track. Uh, where was your mind and body a year ago, Daniel?
1: Um, here in this house. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I was in like the adjustment and healing phase. I was like fresh off of a breakup. Um, we just switched over to. Like the school switched over to like all virtual instruction and like figuring out that like that nonsense. Um, and doing a lot of like virtual escape rooms with my friends because uh we, as in like the royal we, like like the global we couldn't escape the house. Um mm. I think this was um, like during that time is when I learned and embraced being a homebody in a positive sense. Mm. Um, cause, Cause I used to be like, just like out and about all the time, doing everything. they just like, ma- like maximizing my time um, only to realize that I only did that because I self-imposed FOMO on myself. Mm. Like I'm not, I'm not missing out on anything. Like other than like being okay with myself. And I would like go out and about just like two be like super cool and like oh my god i'm so social and i'm just like no i hate people
2: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: so like that's so funny but also like um yeah that like fomo is kind of self-imposed yeah Yeah.
2: Hmm. capitalism um yeah so uh for me you know mind and body a year ago right so like honestly i was in a really dark dark fucking place like Mm. so I was super anxious from work because um you know I have coworkers who were anxious projecting anxiousness I was super fragile because I didn't have enough sleep so like it just felt like reality was kind of like weird like it was like it's like it was just painful to be alive a little bit you know and I was also feeling pretty apocalyptic and I was stress eating um the entire time like I was just kind of like I don't even know. Like, it's not. I didn't mind eating as much as I did. I just was like, basically not utilizing the groceries in a long amount of time, right? Because you know you could only go out to get groceries. So I was just kind of like, lasting us two days and stress eating. I was like, oh, so my whole family eats to eat too, you know. Um, and then um, the streets were really an eerie quiet, so it kind of made me like, kind of spooked. Um, and then I binged every show imaginable on Netflix, like to the point my eyes kind of super dried out. And, um, I was just feeling really helpless at the amount of casualties from COVID, um, on the news that kept coming up. So that's kind of where I was like, and it really like psychologically, I was like, I've made progress since then, but whoa, 2020 around this time. Unreal. How about you, Nicole?
0: That was like really humanizing. Thanks for sharing y'all. Um, you know, it's hard for me to remember like that far back. Um, like I even, I was, tr- I was going back through like my Instagram and like <laughs> uh, my, and like tweets. Um, and, but like fucking Twitter won't let me scroll back that far back. Oh, anyway, and, um, so like, so I didn't know what I was complaining about then. Um, I, I, so I'd gone back to work, like the store had reopened mm-hmm. um, and folks, were like like really needed to try on some clothes <laughs> and, like the big like in the midst of this pandemic um I don't know, I think like and now as as we're talking about this like um I think that like our coping with pandemic is better, but like I don't know that the um, like realities for for folks who, um, are the most affected to, like, death, Mm COVID-related death, like, I don't think much has changed for, like, the most vulnerable populations. I mean, India, right, for for sure, is, like, really going through it, um, but, uh, yeah, I think I was also putting a lot of pressure on myself to, like, do more, Mm
2: -hmm. since, Mm -hmm.
0: um, a lot of things were shut down, um, and so, Heather and I had had turned our bedroom closet into a recording
1: studio <laughs> um
0: and like I think that lasted for maybe like 3 episodes cuz it got really hot in there oh. uh, and and it's like uh, it was really extra that just kind of just shows you what little knowledge I have about like sound and recording <laughs> um but um yeah I think um yeah, there's like a a mixture of like paranoia and anxiety, mm-hmm. and um knowing that folks are like it, like just very out of your control, which is not which is like really terrible for people who have uh,
1: experienced trauma.
2: Right, <laughs> it's uh. a real thing.
1: Um, oh no, I was just gonna say that like, it, and it's so difficult to 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 tell yourself that to let go of things that like you can't control.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, like we cannot control the pandemic but we could definitely like curve it Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: yeah and we could um yeah we could control how we react to other people not taking a pandemic seriously right right so since that year what has changed if anything
1: Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so uh number one a little bit taboo because you know like. Uh, we weren't supposed to like be seeing people during the pandemic, but uh, quarantine love. I found <laughs> uh, <laughs> I found like a, a wonderful person who makes me smile every day. Um, he's just as weird as I am. We're like almost um, say it with me a year into the relationship. Whoa, whoa! Wow! It's almost been a year, and I'm kind of just wow. like this is what is happening right our listeners Um, have been
2: there from the beginning yes
1: thank you thank you for uh being there with me and uh with my relationship journey um but yeah my my boyfriend is super awesome um and also i think he's also awesome because he just eats whatever i cook for him so that's on that um i also um got some like positive habits um why I I think it's positive habits. Like I drop books when I, when I'm not interested in them anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reason why I have a lot of like overdue books too, because I'm just, I'll read something and I'm just like, okay, like this doesn't interest me. And I just like throw it somewhere. And like, sometimes it's just, you know, like underneath like the coffee table or underneath like the couch or it's like on the cat tree. And I kind of just forget where it is. Um, I also started exercising on a schedule, which is super nice. And um a face washing routine that's why my my skin feels very soft and soft so much
2: self care Wow, I love it. you'll have yes. to drop
0: the links um <laughs> in
1: patreon that doesn't exist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and also lastly, I um learned how to slow down and make boundaries um mm. like again, like being like a go 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 person, I had to kind of just like do a full stop mm. um, like some examples are. Canceling FaceTime dates Because I don't want to mm-hmm. Like literally it's just like I don't want to talk to you So um, getting whatever I want to eat um, Watching Netflix all day Because I mean like The pandemic happened right before the summer mm-hmm. um, So like I had nothing else to do Other than just like watch Netflix And also knowing who your friends are And who are acquaintances Because I realized that I'm like Ooh. Putting off a lot of energy To like people who don't necessarily give the same energy back
2: right right um, okay so after a year i too will piggyback off that i love cancellations like i love them now um it, it used to be super sad when events um or hangout out got canceled because i'm a super extrovert um but i thought they were you know at the time just missed opportunities but now you know <laughs> taking a deep breath after a year, I see it as windows of rest. I'm, I was really missing that concept of like rest in my life. And after adopting concepts of rest and actual reflection, like, you know, like, Hey, how was the day? You know, what are things that I loved about today? I'm glad I woke up, you know, or something like that. Um, And it's created this trajectory of fully understanding just how much bullshit, (laughs) I put up with in my life, like fake work friendships for the sake of colleagues who always keep tabs on me or other people using my energy for their gain. And now when I'm absent, there's truly a power to that. So um, that's who I am after a year. And it's like, I just really needed that. So yeah. What about you, Nicole? You know,
0: my relationship with my parents is a lot uh, better than it was a year ago. Um, Like I, I don't, I'm, I wonder if it's because, like, um, my parents are, or my mom specifically is is kind of able to see how Heather and I react with each other, and so, mm. or, or how we interact with each other, and so, I like, my mom is very worried for me. Um, I'm jump, kind of jumping all over the place, but I think that because she's able to observe, like, how we communicate with each other is very different from how she and my dad communicate. Wow. to each other so that like there's like trust that we are okay and then um that has kind of softened um just how we all interact with each other. Like right. how my parents talk to Heather um and like you know they come over and we whatever. It's pretty cool. Um it's nice, it's refreshing. Like there are still boundaries um, without it being, like, without there being, like, animosity. Mm-hmm. So, that's really nice. Um, Heather and I started couples therapy. And Ooh. we are crushing it.
1: <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs>
0: Do you go to um, the same
2: therapist for couples or a different one? Can no.
0: Uh, so, we, we go to a different a okay. therapist that neither of us um, nice. have.
2: Nice. Okay. So, so I, you know, like, most
0: folks will go to couples therapy because they're, like, on the verge of divorcing. But... <laughs> We, um, uh, I think because both of us are, um, therapy going people that like, we, like, we don't want it to get to that point. Um, nice. and like also, uh, when you have a partner that's like work from home or if you're work from home, there's like, um, you're together a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, like tensions arise and like, um, you know, like your your communication styles get a little uh I don't know, like there's a lot of factors and yeah. sort pandemic that that feed into uh people's relationships. A lot of people uh, broke up this time. Yeah. yeah. Um mm-hmm. and so I think like we like we for sure wanted to get like a, a jump start on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like a third party professional is like very uh like is a good thing for that. Mm-hmm. I and I guess what also folks who um or a lot of folks that go to couples therapy, like, only one of them go to therapy, or, like, or none of them go to therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I think that we're, like, this is just, like, the natural progression for us as, like, individuals and as a right. couple. So. Wow.
2: Shout out to you, Heather. Shout out Shout to out.
0: a white ally. Right. Um <laughs> And um, I'm also going to take a break from academia after we do this Bull <laughs> <laughs> of
2: <this> conference. Fair <laughs> enough. I don't blame you um, can we stay on the parent note? Like, I think it's really cool that, uh, um, just living your truth helps teach parents, right? Without having to yell back your truth, you could just live it and model it. Um, my mom had seen a coworker's, um, drawing, it was her coworker's brother's drawing, right? And the brother is in prison. And my mom said, like, she just, she just had so much hope about him having a potential art career that she was kind of like coaching, like, Three away because she believed in our careers because of seeing me live it. So I thought that was really cool. Like that there is still room for um parents to to see and accept that. So um
1: and on the same parent note too, um on Mother's Day, I called my mom. Mm-hmm. And like again, like on, on Mother's Day, I was um in Arkansas with my partner. Um and um like she asked me, like, where are you? And I was like, Oh arkansas and for some reason like she had like this like maternal like Mm. all-knowing thing and she was just like what happened Mm. um and she asked about like my partner and i was just like i didn't even bring this up and she knew and she she was just like well tell tell your partner this blah blah blah." and i was like and she said his name and i'm like things are (laughs) happening okay so Thing, things are happening th- par- our parents are growing
2: yeah in a year after the pandemic you know pandemic was has got them thinking mm-hmm. maybe they eavesdrop on these episodes too <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i mean i can tell you for sure that
0: my parents don't because like they don't have internet right. <laughs> like, they don't even know how to like navigate the phone <laughs> to find a podcast but you know what maybe maybe they're just fucking with us and maybe mm-hmm. they do you know
1: yeah
0: just saying um Thank you for sharing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So what, at any point in this past year, did, um, this should get ugly,
1: ugly for Mm -hmm. y'all? Um, for me, like I had a lot of mood swings and again, like this was like during my, um, like adjustment and like healing period, um, at times I'm like incredibly happy. And then all of a sudden I'm just like really despondent. Um, like it didn't help that like I stopped, uh, therapy during at that time too, because, um, my therapist and I weren't really working out, not like in a, like not in like a negative way. Like we vibed, but I also was just like, she's a straight white woman. Mm. And I'm like, I don't truly know if she understands what it means to be like a queer Filipino person. So like, I was just like, I think this is like, like she's cool. Like I have no um, ill will or like no bad thoughts like towards her. Um, I was just like, this isn't gonna work out. Um, and then two, I just thought like virtual therapy was s- strange to me. Mm. Um, I mean, like I haven't tried it and this is just me like thinking back like a year ago, like I was just like that's strange on top of like doing Zoom all the time and mm-hmm. on top of like doing FaceTime. So I was just like, I can't. Um, but overall I was just like emotionally volatile and it Fair was enough. it was not fun.
2: Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can really. Hey, um- yeah, because
0: it, it virtual like teletherapy is weird, but um, Dan, can I can I ask you? Um, yes, please. Are you on, um, like do you do medical management on top of like therapy?
1: Do you take um, antidepressants? No, I don't, and um, I actually went to like before the pandemic happened, I went to a psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist literally was just like. You have good coping mechanisms. I like their positive ones. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put you on medication. And I was just like, um and I tried to like reason Ew. with her. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh. so that's that's where it is. I mean like I don't have as like as extreme mood swings now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but I guess like I like I don't know. I don't know what it what it means for me to be on medication.
2: Right. Um, to stay on that point, you know, um, but the pandemic really, and this is only just scratching the surface level of mm-hmm. uh, mental health um, in our community in, in other communities, in the population of our city, like just scratching that surface and investigating just like why that volume was up, like what was happening that day, right. like, what's additional stressors and um, yeah, good to know. And if anyone can write, please, please write us. Um, Yeah, um, what got real ugly for me after a year in, this is truly a um, content warning, um, activation warning, you don't really use um, the T word just because, you know, it's related as a term to gun violence, which we learned from the care center. Shout out to, you know, the care center. Um, But I honestly, like it got real ugly for me because I personally have thought uh, very much about ending my life several times for various reasons during the pandemic. Um, It stemmed from many things, right? Uh, Burnout, I was losing real hope um, in just everything. Like, Yeah, really an extrovert, like kind of a wilting flower is a visual I would um, describe it as. Getting COVID, I was like, is this it? Will I not speak to my friends because I'm so tired and I can't even comprehend things? from um, experiencing COVID. I was in constant conflict, you know, within, like, spousal conflict, in-law conflict, right? Um, I was like, oh, I'm here, you know. Um, The news consumption, waking up looking at my phone, waking up and turning on the TV, and just seeing that in between shows, it was a lot, Um, and just, you know, overall, these are compounded effect of all these things just eating at my mind and my spirit, Um, so that's, because of that particular thing i had to learn how to survive but to really let in this point to this question to that's where it got really ugly for me um because my psych my psychological impact was starting to turn into physical um self harm so yeah
0: thank you for sharing i like that is um that's hard
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know um i think like i for uh I, I like my paranoia and and my um I don't know like survivalist instincts like really kicked up mm-hmm. um, and so like just being out in public um you, like you're extra on guard mm-hmm. around like people who aren't wearing masks um especially like in the beginning right yeah and um when oh, yeah. we were discovering that like um folks weren't clean and so they were hoarding all the cleaning supplies because yeah, that was clean to tough. begin with right right um i remember going to target and seeing um a, a cart by itself with like a big pack of uh, toilet paper on there and i snatched it um <laughs> and but like jokes on me because it was that that brand that's, like, really thin. <laughs> One
2: so like, no. ply, baby! One ply!
0: It was, like, half ply. Like, it was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. Like, we, it was really unusable, but um, but it, like, my mom took it. Uh, so, I would say, I don't know, it seems kind of, like, light. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't know, like, just a, a very survivalist mentality, like, came up. Mm-hmm. Um from that. But Jean talks about a wilting rose or a wilting flower. Um, and you did water your crops. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and so what sparked joy for uh Pandasol season one?
1: Um, for me, so again, like be- becoming like a homebody, um, and just focusing on like myself. I also just like cultivated the relationships that I already have. Um, so like my friends and I started to do virtual group activities. We downloaded Netflix party together. So we'd watch and like chat together. Um, we did like escape rooms. Um, like sometimes we would even like just like FaceTime each other and not really talk to each other and just like Aww. leave our phones away from each other and like just have that as background noise. It was just like, it was just super nice to know that like there's someone that I know, like one of my good friends is on that phone and I could mm-hmm. just ask her anything, but like I'm still going to do my own thing. Um. My siblings and I got really close. Uh, we were calling each other a lot, especially that my sister was struggling being being stuck at home with my helicopter parents. parents. Um, I spent a lot of time with uh, my cat. Um, let's see what else. I I mean, I spent a lot of time with uh, with the Bruh crew mm-hmm. during that pandemic, um, and also like of course like my partner. Um, like some like I always. I always just think about like our like our first major date. Hi. Gross. Um, my partner's in the background right now, but um, uh, I, I I keep thinking about our um our Pensky Pensky trip to to the Nashville. South to, to Nashville. But
0: yeah, that no. I feel like basically became lesbians and you hauled.
1: Yeah, yeah like you both
2: moved during we the did. pandemic. Both of you, like. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> wow, you both so brave. Trauma yes.
1: brain. <laughs> we did it.
2: We persisted. Oh.
1: Gene, <laughs> <laughs> what about you?
2: Um. So I, you know, first off, I love Headspace. You know, before I really dive into what brought me joy, but like really Headspace, um, bu- building mindfulness, building a pause, an intentional pause, made this makes even now really bearable. But um. So first off, you know, spending time with my mom was like. The real first stage of my pandemic joy, because um, knowing her and potentially losing her last year o- over um, her emergency gallbladder made me like really hone in just the value of human life, right? To just wake up and be like, your mother is missing was kind of like, wait, what's what would my life even be like with this type of phone call, right? So um, that gives me a different lens, right? Like even now when I think about just how we record on BB, like if someone is not here, like it's, I can feel, I can remember that. Um, sensation and feeling from that particular morning just resurface. So um, that's number one. Um, number two is just like spending more time with my partner, um, Koi. You know, um, when I got COVID, I didn't see him. I stayed quarantined at my mom's. So I just was like realizing like, damn, there's still much, still so much life left to live with him. Um, and third, um, and you know, I know Nicole is aware of this because um, they've recognized my like kind, like kind of kindness pattern and kindness villainous kind of like bouncing act that I do. But um, my third piece of pandemic joy was just putting myself above my students in an act of radical self-love. I always, always put people I mentor first and just let it extinguish me. Like I've been doing that all my life. Um, and so this year taught me um, I'm my best self when I serve myself first because, you know, it teaches those around me to like just you know, operate on their full battery, right? Like, it's kind of like, you know, I was, we always joke around about my cell phone dying, but it's like my cell phone truly is a metaphor for my life because I'm always like on the way out, right? So, um, so I'm really trying to operate in my own life at full battery capacity. And in doing so, that's like the template of self-respect um, that I want to aspire for and that, you know, there's never going to be replicates of me so just like I just need to like just be full battery gene by gene self so that's what's really manifesting I I can't even feel pumped up even talking about it because now like I know the difference between those two the ugly and like the joy part what about you Nicole that's pretty cool like Yeah, we do joke about your phone battery
0: because your phone is like perpetually like on its way out. And even just like, like thinking that that saying on the way out, like if Mm -hmm. you are taking on that, um, being on the way out is like, that's, that's very like, um, uh, I don't know, like that awareness, like finally Mm -hmm. getting that awareness. There's like, there's power to that. And so it's cool to see, um, to see you experience that, um, I uh, found a lot of joy in doing jigsaw puzzles, um, mm-hmm. and of course, Animal Crossing, and yeah. um, like getting power tools. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, look at the like, collection if
2: y'all could see right now. Uh,
0: so, I I want to say my my first uh, stimmy I probably used at Harbor Freight. <laughs> like, <laughs> I used some of it there, um, but like like learning how to fix things was was really cool. Um, I, I really do enjoy teletherapy, um, like Heather and I are doing also teletherapy as couples therapy, so it is a little awkward because of how, um, Mm. technology functions, like sometimes you don't know if the pause is intentional or if you have shitty wifi, Mm. um, but I'm, I'm thankful for it, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, being at home and the joy of not wearing pants is nice. Um, I'm, I found joy in becoming a cat parent again.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and having, a, and, uh, sleeping on a king-size bed, y'all, is, like, mm-hmm. the fucking game changer. Like, um, I don't know how the two of us were sleeping on a queen-size bed <laughs> for so long. Because, um, like, Heather's tall. And so, uh, yeah, so, like, so we have the queen bed in the office second room and mm. sometimes like we're in here doing whatever and it, and we always say to each other like how the fuck were we <laughs> on this um, and then also of course spending time with my wife uh, mm. uh, so in like Rebuilding Intimacy Between Us. Heather uh, hate reads advice blogs for, like, street <laughs> couples. Uh, like, uh, they're, like, dating blogs, um, mostly ran by, like, women, but uh, it's, like, oh, date ideas for your hubby. And, like, like she hate reads them, and I love to hear it. Um, and then we turn around and do, like, the date. Or, like, we, <laughs> like we'll do questionnaires and, um, stuff like that. So that's been very nice. That would be
2: a cool uh, queer blog of like trying to, you know, yeah. uh, oh, queering yeah. a, a, yeah. a straight.
1: <laughs> yeah. One of these days, you, um, your dates is going to be like reading all the Proverbs. Yeah. And y'all are going to hate read it, but then you're going to love it.
2: <laughs> that Great. is, that's a, that's a hard no. Do you find these on Pinterest (laughs) or something? Where do you find these? These are Um, where they're at,
0: right? Pinterest. Yeah,
2: so for sure,
0: Heather gets a lot of them on Pinterest. And so (laughs) then her algorithm, like her feed just is all that stuff. Yes. Um, It's, and then it's also so mean, but like sometimes you see the couples and and you're like, oh, you're younger than me, but you look that much older than me. (laughs) I mean, you know, part of it is that we have really good genetics <laughs> i mean to be fair okay so
2: nicole just showed a collage of their self through like their grades and like, oh, nicole yeah. still looks the same just with different haircuts it, so part immortal uh secret on nicole's part it's really it was really wild part part of it is that
0: um <laughs> our our parents gave us good genetics anti-aging <laughs> genetics true um but also with the invention of serums, you <laughs> <He laughs> can look decades younger. Well, um, not
2: an endorsement. I mean, this was not sponsored.
0: <laughs> we'll put in it in the is, show notes. It is what it is. Um, so the question is what one word would describe your 2020 to 2021 and why oh, Daniel resident wordsmith.
1: Thank you. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> hello, distinguished panel of judges. Um, <laughs> For me, the word to describe 2021 would be denouement. Um, let's not use that in a sentence, but this is how you spell it. D-E-N-O-U-E-M-E-N-T. It's a French word that English majors should know how to use, um, and it's, uh, it describes the falling action of the story. So think like, uh, like the plot diagram, right? It's after the conflict, like the highest point of the story, and it's like leading to the resolution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there was definitely lots of, like, conflicts and trouble and hullabaloo um, <laughs> during, like, 2020, 2021. Um, but strangely, lots of, like, personal things, like, were settling, like, away from chaos. Mm-hmm. And, like, and also closer to the better, or for the better. Um, like, it was just, I don't know, I, I learned. This is going to sound so um, so asinine, but, like... <laughs> I learned a lot about like myself during like during that time of just like being alone and like trapped in like the apartment. Um, yeah. And even though we all, you know, we had to wear masks and stay home as much as possible, like like I was able to start breathing again.
2: Mm, that's like, deep.
1: Like it felt wow, nice. wow! You're always that's, driving on poetic this is a, wisdom.
2: A, a fucking English class. <laughs>
1: this, this is TV an annual. open mic
2: on Dan featuring. Dan- <laughs>
1: Thank you, y'all. Did you uh, did you see how like I started off like exposition? Yes, then,
2: like, you like, did. Was, you, then, you're like an English teacher. Hello, came out. Ooh. You're really good. <laughs> I, <laughs> wish you. I went to high school when you're a teacher. <laughs> you're so good,
1: Gene. What about you?
2: Um. Okay, okay. 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 Um. So I would describe my word for 2020 to 2021. Um, it would be necessary as the word I've used to describe this season. Right. I'm not even calling it years now. I'm just the season. Um, I learned. Um, what boundaries I needed to set for me to live and show up in my life, rather than just be worker bee gene. Worker bee genes, like yes, yes, yes. I'm like dying, and I'll still say yes. Um, but yeah, now there's like, I wouldn't say a wall, but like a nice fence slash gate, you know, with some uh, a, a door that moves, you know. Um, <laughs> I learned what boundaries are um, so set by others as a means of like gatekeeping, right? So that's that's kind of a different boundary, but like, I recognize it when it's, ex- and it showed up a lot, like in the, in the way that the pandemic panned out, right? So people um, gate, gate, keep um, in terms of like political platforms, internet platforms and like resources. And so I learned about what life can look like when I'm kicked into having less and doing less and so all in all i just feel like it was necessary to see how i switched between like rising to the occasion and just like falling back for the occasion and all in all they would bring in the same result of no more self-harm so yeah i mean i needed i just really needed that so yeah what about you nicole
0: wow self-realization um i think not i think but the word i'm going to use is itutuloy. Eee. The tagalog word meaning to be continued. Um that was a cheat cuz you you said one word. I say <laughs> you said but it was like I'm reading this so I'm I'm breaking my own rules. Um that's radical. No it's not. It's not. <laughs> um so I chose itutuloy uh because this panty is not over uh, just because capitalism wants us to believe that it is. And so, you know, restrictions are lifting, uh, soon, but people are still dying. And, um, mm. so I think that this like resilience and surviving is to be continued. Cause are we not always <laughs> just in a state of
1: survival? Yeah,
2: true, true, yeah. true. Yeah.
1: Oh, that was bleak,
2: but, no, I- uh,
1: Go ahead. Wait, I'd like to point out too that like the words that we use are very like interlingual because you know like there's a French word and there's a Tagalog word and a an English word. Oh yeah, because oh we are God. what academics. Oh, uh, we I are. Mean,
0: I guess when people aren't <laughs> gatekeeping. <laughs> uh, you know the ways in which I guess. Um, what what are y'all looking forward to uh, for the rest of twenty to anyone?
2: All right.
1: Yes. Uh, so, at the start of like this next school year. Oh, for for those of you who um, are not um, informed of this, I am officially the teacher librarian at my school. So, thank you for coming Congrats. with me on, this, on that journey. Um, Yay! So after like this, after the summer, um, I'm excited to finally do some like library related work. Um, I've made like a plan to like organize uh, the library at my school because it's a mess um, and create programs that will hopefully increase literacy and the joy of reading. Um, I'm pulling like hella muscles for this library. Um, And also one of my recs is related to the library. So uh, for those of you who are teachers and like book adjacent people, um, like just listen up. Um, And also, and my partner just like left the apartment. Um, (laughs) I'm potentially saying Yes, because we are gonna manifest this engagement. <gasps> We're gonna manifest it. Hashtag it. spoilers. Um, oh my god. Um what a concept. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean well, we've definitely talked about it, um, which is nice because like I don't like surprises. I like to have I like to keep tabs on like what's happening, you know? Well it um, shouldn't
0: be a surprise. It it's shouldn't be a very be, like,
1: big decision. <laughs> Right, right. Um, what I mean by that is like I don't want it to be like a scene, you know. Um, I want to know that he's going to do it, and I know that he's going to do it. I just don't know when, and that's okay with me. Oh my God, Gene! Uh, so cancel that flash mob.
2: No, uh, just kidding, because it's social distancing. Damn it. So No flash mobbing. <laughs> It'll be like ten feet flash mob around your apartment. Oh God, or
1: like or like a Zoom call with like everyone, and then like I'm the only like a surprise party but on Zoom.
2: Okay. These are good engagement ideas, y'all, if anyone is looking to surprise or not surprise their partners.
1: (laughs) Can I just share, like, one more thing that, like, that we've talked about? Yes, Um, of course. We're gonna wear barongs.
0: Hey! Dang! Guys,
2: find out where Koi got his. Okay, Koi. (laughs) Y'all, Koi's was kind of a tent because he wasn't fitted for it. My auntie found it I'm um, somewhere in LA at a shop. Uh, it just didn't fit. It. We gave it to him the day yeah. of, and he's like, "How come I'm on tent at our wedding?" And I was like, "You know what? It's a barong and it was free. Let's go." You know, I
0: I feel like there's a shop inside um, Seafood City.
2: I think it's not there anymore. Or oh,
0: the so when You might be right.
1: I don't yeah, know.
2: I think it's a perfect place now. Whoa, tough times.
1: <laughs> oh, and lastly, too. Lastly, um, what am I looking forward to? sending you to an invitation oh!
2: oh my gosh we might do this live bb uh, coverage of-
0: that'll be so fun <laughs> i can't believe this is gonna be the first bb wedding oh wow can't believe it yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to that
2: Is this BB or is it Daniel's days of our lives out here? I don't know. Um, What am I looking forward to? I'm just, I'm really hoping to draw uh, more in the summer for myself because I know right now I'm like a super sought out artist, you know, hey, congrats to me. But um, I'm just going to be intentional about like serving me. I'm almost forgetting how to like draw myself because I'm just drawing like so much commission work. Um, So I'm also looking forward to just the conversations we have on BB that are just like, really doing the work surrounding um, the misconceptions slash hate slash violence that pertains to our communities. You know, I I know that AAPI hate is like a viral hashtag um, right now, and I commend the work that's going on, but I don't want to diminish the work like our work that has been here before that hashtag. So
1: um,
2: just for all listeners and all those interested in that movement, um, dig further, dig deeper, keep just digging. Yeah. Yeah chain i
0: would also like to add that um because i didn't say this last time um that uh racism is not a virus that's ableist bah, bah, bah. Mm-hmm. um so i am looking forward to ticking off more items on our homo improvement checklist <laughs> so like uh putting a door on the laundry room <laughs> nice um and who knows what i want to build a patio. um
1: Ooh. But, wait yeah. a patio?
0: yes like a
1: patio for Kit Kat.
0: Oh my gosh! You're uh, wow. I. You know what? I'm. Let me let me check myself, and allow you room for growth. Yes. As a, as a uh, I don't know what a catio is either. You got a different fur child.
2: Oh oh oh, <laughs> so,
0: oh. So, this is a cat, a feline related thing. Um, you gotta know, Pinterest that because that, I I want to enclose the back patio. Um, yeah. so that. Uh, biscuit can go out there but like I've also seen people do it like to the side of their house Uh Um, and you could definitely do it to your
1: is it like a jungle gym for a cat basically which I think like baby cats really need that Mm. oh um so Nicole speaking of uh not being a a good cat person Mm -hmm. um So, I realized that the food that I've been giving my cat is still baby food and she's Whoa. not a kitten anymore. Oh my god. Is I that think that's she's why so, so tiny. Small. Is yeah. that her are so, too? so now I'm kind of just like, I have to like rehash this.
0: Wow. I can't believe you stunted your daughter's growth. I'm
2: so sorry.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> and I thought. <don't, laughs> I apologize to my cat, and she still loves me. So right,
2: I'm just kidding. She's my cat. She's a kitty kitty forever. She's a kitty forever. is a
1: cutie patootie, is
0: what she is. Um, I'm also looking forward to maybe cozy volume two end of the year, maybe. Um, and finding a job job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I would like to make some money.
2: (laughs) Ooh, let's manifest it. What what kind of job are we looking for? Um, I let's
0: stations here. We're we're gonna themifest. (laughs) Um, I would I mean ultimately the dream would be uh, to become a barber slash um, like handy person like I would love to be a carpenter I think that like so if I I would if anyone is in the Las Vegas area uh, who is vaccinated and willing to take me under their wing um, I would like to learn um, but you know, I would also be into having like a desk job. That's data entry. Um, because I'm task oriented. Yeah, you are. I have ADHD. So task orientation
2: is good for people like me. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna keep an eye out, you know, um, I'll keep I mean, my eyes out. yeah, all four of them. Hey, <laughs> um, let's move
0: on to our recommendations <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tell us thank you, cool. you but wait thank you for
2: sharing your year in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> um thanks for our listeners for having to listen to our year in quarantine hopefully it helps y'all self-reflect because it's important to look back <laughs> so
0: my number one um recommendation is yeji as a AAPI. Um, heritage month playlist on apple music um it's hella good um and it also um so they put on or she put on a song by this japanese dj called uh fantastic plastic machine and i used to listen to him like um in the early 2000s and and so that kind of revitalized my love for his music um i bought this album called two t-o-o at the old tower wow that was on sahara it's like a beast It was huge. I remember that. That's one of the places where I got all my imports. um, And um, there's a song on there. I forgot the name of it. uh, But uh, it's sang by that guy, uh, Darren from um, Savage Garden. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like really chalked up and dancey and really cute. Um, I'll have to find you a a sample of it somewhere. Um, And so... Me remembering Fantastic Plastic Machine also made me uh, remember this other Japanese DJ named uh, Toate, who, um, he was also in Delight. So for all you older homos <laughs> out there that know D-Light, <laughs> you know, they have that song, Groove is in the Heart. Mm-hmm. So he, like, he was in that group. Um, but the beginning of that song is also a different song that he has with Kylie Minogue, of course. I fucking love that. It's called... Um, German bold italic the video is oh I will have to do a deep dive into it like she's like my problematic fave so she's like a geisha in it it's like you're a white woman what are you <laughs> <laughs> but like the artist is Japanese
2: I'm like ah, oh wait you mean Miss layers. Kylie is in it
1: is a geisha
2: yes
1: mm, Miss you know Kylie. she's gonna have
2: to talk to her publicist about that <laughs> those creative decisions she doesn't care if she's rich anyway and then <laughs> so
0: for my third recommendation is to not go to mcdonald's on the 19th because folks will be striking for better wages mm-hmm. um if you're against striking um i would encourage you to
2: reassess your life all right jean <laughs> yeah um so mine are some feel good stuff um so number one um these whale gummies in the bulk section at winco um they're just so good. Just imagine, like, the taste of juicy, softer red gummies in an entire container. So, um, highly recommend. Number two, uh, I'm trying to, you know, work through. The first chapter was tough because it was like, whoa, let me interrogate my life. On a good way. Um, it's very compassionate and, like, grace-filled. Um, it's the Nonviolent Communication Workbook by at Co-Conspirator, Co-Underscore Conspirator Press. Um, it's just re- really beautifully written. Um it recommends that you do it in a group so maybe who knows maybe we'll do one on one of the exercises with bb or whatnot but um yeah it's it really dives deep and i love it because um co-conspirator press talks about like these aren't my ideas alone you know they're generations of ideas compiled into one this text isn't as perfect as you think it should be so it's just very like it's very compassionate and on its own sense i i dig that and number one or number three (laughs) I can't math. (laughs) I I really 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 love um, this gym, which is nine round kickboxing. It's uh, a queer POC owned gym. Um, We love them. Um, Half their half their team, you know, we're real close. You know, they have admitted to me that they're queer too. So uh, it's really cool that they that the owner has created a space for even the staff to explore their um, queer identity that's beautiful I mean, that's, yeah mm-hmm. that's where the real workout is <laughs> um go ahead daniel
1: um so for me number one very short like li- literally like short shorts and like short sleeves um <laughs> or like like sun's out guns out sky's out eyes out the summer is here um you know that that's like what i wear all year long
2: that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true you taught me how to cut off my shirts
1: um number two um there's a website called Facebook, not Facebook, First Book Marketplace. Um, so for the book adjacent positions and or organizations who serve low income, underserved communities, you can get books for cheap. Um, I mean, like like cheap. Uh, like one book would cost like $4 and sometimes you could get like books in sets. Um, mm-hmm. Like I bought 12 books, um, purchased 12 copies of R. Zamora Lindmark, um, a Filipino author. Um, uh the book was called The Importance of Being Wild at Heart for a High School Book Club. And those 12 books costed $10.
2: What? That's wow. Nothing.
1: Yeah. Um, so the site has a limited limited changing selection. Like they it tells you that like there's only like four more copies of this book, but like they're so cheap. Um and I mean like if you're if you're a teacher, if you're a librarian, if you're an organization that does serve low-income communities. Um, use that, um, use that website, first book marketplace. And then lastly, um, everyone three in one lotion. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, sometimes Vaseline is too strong and too like residuey, but, um, this lotion you can use on your face, you can use it on your body. It's plant-based. It doesn't leave too much of an oily residue. It comes in many scents. My favorite is unscented. Um, <laughs> and it- <laughs> <laughs> ironic. Um, Well, because, you know, like, I don't want, like, my deodorant and my cologne and, like, my lotion to all, like, clash So, you know, unscented Um, And also, it lasts a long time Like, I feel supple from the beginning of the day to the end of the day Um, And (laughs) it keeps me moisturized in this increasingly desiccating heat We hit 100, and we're increasing My pits could tell you that for sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gene, that's called Kili Kili Power. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is? Um, okay, so this three in one—it's not like a Dove Men's three in one.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's it, it's three in one in a, in a sense that like you can use it on your on your face, on your body, on your hands.
2: Good to know. Good to know.
1: Yes. Oh, I got it at um, Sprouts.
2: Okay, I appreciate. There's always a skincare tip uh, throughout the BB episodes. <laughs> Way to take care of it. Well, um, yeah, I just thank you for all your vulnerability today. Um, it's just really great. And I hope that, you know, everyone listening, it's okay to be vulnerable um, and mm-hmm. still be vulnerable even after you don't think that there's a deadline like now we're okay. It's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure.
1: Um, yeah. just going to say, um, <laughs> don't forget about the Belosan conference.
2: Ooh. Please come. That's
1: it. All Thanks, right. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of our episode. This is Daniel,
2: <laughs> and this is Jean. This is
0: Nicole, and this is a Pinoy podcast to remind you to free Palestine.
2: <laughs> and